Hi, and welcome to episode 68 of the Twisted Stitches podcast, a podcast about knitting, spinning, and other crafty pursuits. My name is Twee. And Kimberly. And we'll be your host today. And we're recording on Saturday, December 16th, 2017. Hi, Kimberly. Happy December. Happy December. It's December. Welcome back to the United States. Thank you. Crazy, huh? Yeah. We were gone for two whole weeks. I was 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 real sad. I was sad. It was cold. It was cold over there. Well, that's kind of nice. Yeah, it was. It was a nice change. I actually thought it was really refreshing. We had rain. And we had snow. We had wildfires. It was really fun. Uh, They're still going on. I mean, I think they're a little bit better, but they're still happening. Yeah, scary. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's been a bad fire season for California. Yeah. Um, first Napa. <laughs> Not too close where my parents live, but close enough that the air quality where they live was actually pretty bad. That's pretty scary. Yeah, and down here there are, I think, five separate fires. Which That's, is not good. No. And my work actually closed for two days last week because of the fires, which is really weird because my work never closes for things like yeah, that. Yeah, it had to be pretty bad for them. To yeah, close. it was really weird. I mean, other people were still going to work, so it was just really weird that my office closed, which they're so never inclined to close because of things like that, like weather or anything. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a little crazy. So last week was really weird. Um, and it was really sad because I was at home working from home and weren't around. <laughs> I know. To hang out with or anything at all. So it was very sad. Did you have a good trip to the UK? Yeah, yeah. It was really nice. I'm sad that I didn't... I'm sad because I didn't actually get to any yarn stores. I was thinking about trying to get to a I know. Too. You weren't in London though, right? I was in London. Oh, you were? Was, like in the west area of there London. There was yarn stores in London. Yeah, but we just never got around no. to doing anything like that. Like it was... By the time we were so upside down with jet lag and the blueberry was so upside down with jet lag. Like... We were just happy, like, when we were awake to be, like, eating, and then when she was asleep, we just tried to sleep. Right. So, that would kind of Yeah, you it. did FaceTime me a couple of times. In the middle um, of the At day. weird hours. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't weird for me, but I knew, I mean, it was weird for you, because, you know, you're so far ahead of me, and yeah. I was just like, why are you up? Yeah. But, yeah. Challenging. Well, that's... But, yeah, it's nice to be back bad. home. Yeah. yeah. Ready for the holidays? We just put up your Christmas tree. We did. That was an adventure. And we came over and was helpful, and... Really helpful and helped put up the Christmas tree that we got today. Yeah. That didn't have enough stump to sit <laughs> Yeah, it didn't have enough uh, trunk to screw into the tree stand, which yeah. we didn't realize until we got sort home. of after trying to get it into the stand a few different ways before we decided to finally just saw off some branches on the bottom. Yeah, but now it's fixed, and it's perfect. It looks great, yeah. So cute. Yeah, it's very nice. I love I love a good Christmas tree. I have a little one. It's only like three feet tall, but I do enjoy it. Oh, it's super cute. Yeah. I think next year I might get one for my office. Oh yeah, it's like a tiny one, you know. Yeah, they're very. I don't know. I'm not like religious or anything, so I I like just sort of the tradition of them, and I like the twinkle lights. Oh yeah, they're just so pretty. I would like to have one with, you know, mostly handmade ornaments that would be really cool yeah i don't really have time to make any this year but it would be fun maybe there's always aspirations for next year (laughs) yeah always always more more things to put on the list yeah well yeah welcome back thank you Uh, this will probably be the last episode of the year yeah 
because then it's like Christmas and all that good stuff and I'll be away for like a week and I'm sure everyone will be busy with the holidays and all that good stuff. Yeah. And yeah. So what are you working on, Twee? Well I'm knitting right now. I know you are. Uh but before we get anywhere Oh yeah. Yeah. I wanna do the you yeah. wanna do the thing. Yeah, I'm going to announce the winners for our Harvest Hat Along. Hooray! Hooray! Thanks, guys, for participating. You guys did an amazing job, and there are so many awesome hats in the finished really objects. Nice hats. Yeah. Really, um, really nice And hats. a lot of people made more than one, which is awesome. I hope you, uh, you know, got some gift knitting off your list, or maybe you just made a bunch of hats for yourself, which is also mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, I made some stuff. Kimberly made a bunch of hats. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's just really exciting. And this is the second year we've done it. Uh, big thanks to our co-host Vanessa from the Kill the Crap podcast for co-hosting with us. Uh, it was really fun, and uh, I'm glad we extended by another month because I feel like yeah, that was we needed it. it, and I think yeah. other people uh, needed it too. So that was kind of cool. Um, but anyway, um, I closed the thread earlier today, and I closed the FO thread and the chatter thread just for now, uh, just so I could pull the winners. And so the first winner is the big prize, uh, which is a skein of a worsted weight yarn from Leon Alexander Yarns. Uh, Leon is uh, an indie dyer, and he's been really generous to us in the past, and donated a skein of yarn uh, to one of you guys Yay. and so once we, the winner um, gets back to us we'll probably connect you with Leon and figure out how um, you know what skein I think he's gonna let you pick a colorway um, probably something in stock and then you know ship it directly to you so that'll be really fun and so do you do you want to um, do you want a drum roll, Kimberly? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner is... Dun, 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 number 59. Number 59. Number 59. We uh, chose um, from random.org numbers 2 through 69 uh, because there were like 68 wow, finished objects, which is amazing. And so the winner is... Okay, I hope, like, I don't know why I can't read my writing right now, but it's LaSala6, who is Marianne from Connecticut. Yay! Yay! Congratulations, Marianne! Congrats! Yes, reach out to me, Twee, on Ravelry as Fishgirl182, or you can email me at twistedstitchespodcast at gmail.com. Let us know that you heard this, and yeah, we'll figure out how to get you your prize. Awesome. All right, and then... In the chatter thread, I picked two winners uh, for a pattern prize. Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, what the, what are the? I don't know what the standard pattern price is, but I think anything eight dollars and under. Yeah. Anything somewhere in that range is fine. Um, <clears throat> to the winner, and so I picked two numbers from the chatter thread. Uh, I think there were sixty-four posts, and so I chose two numbers between two and sixty-four. Uh, some of those. Like, we're, like, me and Kimberly, so we did chatter in there, but, um, luckily, when I picked these two numbers, neither of them were us, so I didn't have to, like, re-pick anything. And so, the winners for that were numbers three and number six, um, early numbers, and funnily enough, they are actually people I know, and promise you this was totally random, um, from random.org. So the first winner was number six, who is... 
Kilda Craft, Vanessa, nice. who is our co-host. Yay. Um, yay, Vanessa! She did chatter a lot in that thread, which is awesome. And so Vanessa uh, hit me up on Ravelry or Instagram or wherever um, and tell me what pattern you want, and I will send it to Ravelry Library. And then number three was Petite Weaver, who is Annie. Uh, she has the Petite Weaver Crafts podcast, and I actually know Annie. We hang out sometimes uh, here in LA, and she's awesome. If you haven't had a chance, check out her podcast on YouTube. So Annie, when you hear this, uh, let me know what pattern you want. Yay! Yay! Congrats! To the yeah, winners. congrats to everyone. Thank you guys so much for participating, and hopefully we'll do it again next year. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be really fun. I feel like that was really successful. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I was just. I yeah, yeah. Like I you really I, you did way more really hats good, so. this year than you did last year. Yeah, I still have two more to do. I still have. Oh, to do you do really? My, yeah, I haven't okay. done my mom or my dad's hat, okay. but I've just like accepted that that's not going to be for Christmas presents. Okay. And I'll just get send it to them in the new year. Yeah. Because I also kind of want to do something, like, a little bit more elaborate. Like, okay. some cables and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, a nicer pattern. Not well, you'll like have that. lots of free time because our offices are closed usually the week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Which is nice. So, yeah. you, theoretically, will have some downtime, yeah, hopefully. I actually, no, I actually will. Yeah, that would be good. I'm going to start one of them, at least. Awesome. Yay! Yay! Thanks, guys! Thank you. Thanks. Uh, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Promise. All right. Uh, let's move right into Whip It. Whip It. Uh, since you're knitting right now, what are you working on, Kimberly? I'm, I'm currently knitting because we're talking, so I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I'm working on the color-tipped scarf by yep. Pearl Soho. Yes. It's a free pattern. If you remember a couple, yeah. I think a couple podcasts ago, I mentioned that I bought the kit. Yeah, you Pearl bought the Soho, kit. Soho. Um, I really like it still. It's just um. Did you take that garter to, stitch to the UK? No, I didn't. No. Why not? Um, You know... I thought about taking it. It's pretty it. mindless. It is mindless. I thought about taking it to the UK, but I... I want to squish oh, the sorry. end. Let me squish the end Squishy. of it. Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice it's yarn. Nice. Um, I thought about taking it to the UK, and the only reason I didn't was because it's very thick. Oh, it's, it's like, like worsted a, weight, it's right? Worsted yeah. Weight, and it's like a really nice wool, and so I like working with that, and it is like mindless. Like, I, I probably wouldn't have had... I had a problem with what I was working on in the UK because I... I was so tired and so upside down with the time change and the jet lag that I literally did two inches or three inches of this lace shawl and I had to rip it out. Like I couldn't figure out where I was. Right. Like legit could not figure (laughs) out what I knew what side I was, but I didn't know what row I was on. Yeah. And it's only a four pattern row. Four four row repeat. Four row repeat, thank you. And like I couldn't I couldn't do it because I think I was so messed up. It was like, <laughs> so I had to rip it all out. So that was like okay. a big kind of like sad Bummer, point yeah. during the trip. Anyway, so I I didn't take this, but maybe I should have. But yeah, so it was too thick to like get into like a little bag for me yeah, yeah, with yeah. the yarn, especially because I'm at like kind of towards the end of this one thicker. ball. Yeah. So I'd need to take like the next ball as well. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, so I'm working on this. It's really, really nice because it's one really thick and lovely, mm-hmm. but also it's really nice to do like bring to work like during lunch because yeah. I can have like, you know, a lunch with someone and I can pull it out and just talk to them while we eat. So that's cool. Yeah, so I'm working on I'm this. Waiting for you to the hot pink part because that's my Me too. Like... That's like my going to be yeah. my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. 
I did modify it a bit. I know oh, you did? You, yeah, if you look, we talked about this last time. If oh, okay. We, if we, oh, if yeah, yeah. I think pattern, you wanted to use more of the colors, so you added rows, right? Yeah, like, if you want, if you look at the pattern, they're just, like, straight cutoffs, where you have, like, a block of color, a block of color, a block of color. But I added this transition Oh, part, like a stripe section. A stripe oh, section. Oh, that's not part of the pattern. No. Oh, I like it, though. Thank you. I thought, I really wanted to keep using this blue, this navy yeah. blue, which was right. really nice. And I wanted it to kind of, like, phase into this, like, creamy so white. So is that going to make... The scarf longer, or did you just change like the solid part to a, like a a striped part? I'm. It's gonna make the scarf longer. Okay, so you just added a whole new section. Yeah. Okay. And I did that on purpose too because I like one. I like long scarves. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not sure if I'm keeping this one, but um, I do anticipate probably keeping this one. Mm-hmm. So one, I like long scarves, and two, I just really wanted to keep using my yarn. Yeah, yeah. So you, like, you want to use the most. I mean, as much as possible. Usually. Yeah. And this one. You can always like, make a matching hat if you have leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I. I felt like it, the pattern, like, like the two color tips, they're mm-hmm. not, you just don't use that much of the ball. Right, like, right. Oh, they're like, like these, half of the ball like these little triangles. Yeah, so I was like, I want to use that, I want to use that as much as possible, so that's what I did. I kind of thought, oh, well, I'll just add another section. Section. And How many one. rows in that section? Um, I think I did one, two, I did 16. 16 additional rows? Yeah. yeah, and you just... Is it two rows of each color? Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so we'll, we'll see how it turns out. Like, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah, is the pattern uh, easy? It seems it's pretty so easy. easy. Yeah, it's, like, just ridiculously easy. Okay. So I think it's, like, a really good beginner's pattern <clears throat> as well. Because, you know, you're dealing with, like, thicker yarn and an easy yeah, pattern. Yeah, yeah. And it knits up quickly, so you're not, like... Yeah. You know, so it's good. Oh, cool. How about you? What you, You're knitting right now, too. Yeah, I'm also knitting on a very mindless project. This is the Tale as Old as Time cowl uh, I talked about in the last episode. That's the one that's just kind of like a, you know, a big tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Like, help me start it. I know. And so I'm knitting it out of Knit Picks Felici, which is a self-striping yarn. And then a solid colored yarn from, I think, Pagewood Farms, which I haven't gone to yet. And I'm in sort of the beginning of the second ball of Felici. Mm-hmm. The colorway I'm using is called Abracadabra. And it's a mix of greens and purples and, like, a black. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, yeah, it's a really easy pattern. It's, you know, very, very mindless. You just, once you do, like I talked about it, but the, the beginning is... I'm intimidated. I'm intimidated by the beginning. It's very fiddly, and I don't, I don't know if it needs to be that way. I mean, I'm yeah. sure she, the way she did it this way, you know, for a purpose. But in my head, I've been trying to. I think I figured out a way to get a really similar effect. But in to me, it seems like a much less complicated way. So I, when you start yours finally, I might just tell you to do it that way right because I think it'll still work okay you know uh this I mean this way is probably really awesome there's I'm sure there's like you know a reason she did it this way specifically <clears throat> but for like our purposes and I think what you want it to end up like I think it's going to be close enough and I don't think you want to deal with the beginning of this right I wish you had seen I wish you'd been there when I was doing it because I think you would have been like, oh, hell no. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, after I read the directions like 10 times, I was like, I think yeah. I need help. I miraculously got like it crazy. eventually. I didn't have to like 
recast on or anything. Right. But it took me a while just, like, looking at it and, like, fiddling with it. And well, also, it's really, really awkward for a little while. Well, you're really good with spatial relations as well, which I've never mm-hmm. been really good at. But, like, you're actually really good with, like, especially with texture and then looking at things and seeing how they are from all sides and, like, mm-hmm. how to get to another... You know, how to make it, it makes look me sound like, like I could else. be like a cool scientist, but not really. No, but really, like, <laughs> all of those things I remember, like on SATs and stuff, those questions were really hard for me because I have a hard time like visualizing mm. like how the block is supposed to, like, you know, look or something. Yeah. yeah, but you're actually really good with that. So I figured, like, if you're having problems with it, then yeah, it was seems, like rough. it was over, it was complicated to me. Um, I mean, it's cool, but yeah, uh, I think I'll just yeah. I'm going to just have you do it a different way so that right. um, you can get to the part where you're just knitting in circles a lot faster. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, like I said, I think you'll come up with a really similar result. Right. And we can compare, like, later, um, you know. But, I mean, this pattern is a really good pattern. It, you know, it is really simple once you get sort of past that beginning part. And now I've just been using it sort of as my, like, car knitting yeah. because it is so like automatic you just yeah. you just I'm just knitting in circles in circles in circles in circles you know mm-hmm. and it's really easy and I, I do like the way this yarn is knitting up the fleece is kind of hit or miss sometimes sometimes the colors are muted um or just not what you thought they were gonna be in the ball but these are pretty good they're still pretty vibrant it is that funny thing where like the I think the stripes are supposed to be even. It's not like they do it on purpose where, like, you have skinny stripes and thick stripes, you know, right. or anything cool like that. I just think because it's sort of mass-produced, they, like, their stripes are sort of never the never. same size. Yeah. I mean, all, like, you know, this one purple is all, like, the sort of the same thickness, and, like, all this green is, like, a skinny stripe, you know what I mean? Um, but I think... I feel like they meant them to be all even, but they're just not, you know? And I found this to be pretty true. Does that bother you? No, not really. It's fine. Okay. You know? I just think if you were doing something like socks where you were anticipating, like, each stripe being, you know, each stripe to be a specific number of rows so you could, like, you know, count the rows or something, like, it wouldn't really work. You'd just have to count the rows, like, for real. But... Yeah, I mean, I like it. Do you like it? I do like it. It's just, I like the colors. They're very, I don't know, witchy. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been working on that. Um, a lot of, yeah, a lot of this in the car. And what else have I been working on? Let me see my, my notes here. Uh, oh, I started a gift hat for my oldest niece. Oh, nice. And I went, because I had seen this at Joann's recently, but they started carrying some new yarn from Wool and the Gang. Well. And do you know what Wool and Gang is? I've heard of it. Okay, yeah, they post on Facebook and stuff all the time. Yeah. But they're sort of one of those trendy hipster yarn brands that, like... Oh, do you know, I've seen them on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. Like, Kristen Ritter, like, you know, like, plays Jessica Jones. She likes to knit, but she knits stuff out of yarns like this from this, you know, from, like, them. And, like, We Are Knitters is very similar, where almost everything is, like, super, super bulky. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they made some kind of a deal with Joann's where, um... They're not selling the yarns they sell on their website there, but I think they made a special yarn for Joann's. And so, um, yeah, I wanted to try it because their yarns are kind of expensive. And, you know, Joann's, you have sales and coupons and things like that. And so 
uh, last week when I was off for one of the fire days, when I took my lunch, I decided to go up to one of the bigger Joanne's doors near me to see if they had this charm. Because I know the one closest to me didn't have it. When I looked, they did not have it. So I got some. It's their super bulky yarn. It's really pretty. Yeah. Do I have the... I don't think I have... I don't think I have the label. Um, but they only carry one yarn of theirs there. I think it's... I don't call it like the gang or something. Um, anyway, it's super bulky. It's in sort of a beigey natural color. Yeah. I'd say it's beige, like a beige color. It comes in like six colors. There's like a black, white, beige. I think there's a dark maroon, a red, and like a fuchsia. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so the day I went, they did have a sale, which was cool. I just thought it'd be fun, yeah, to make... It seems like something that you can make like a teenager, you know, yeah. I have a hat, super bulky. It's really fast. And so I decided to make the Reverse Snowball Fight hat by Plank and Stella Design, which is a free pattern. And it's basically, I'm not giving anything away because this is free. Uh, it's a one by one rib for a few inches and then you do some stocking and stitch, close it up, but because this is a reverse snowball fight hat, you then flip it inside out so that the pearl side shows. Right. So right now, um, I'm really close to the crown decreases, there's only one row of decreases, so it decreases really quickly. And because this is so bulky, you only cast on 40 stitches. Wow. I know, it's crazy, right? That sounds amazing. Yeah, it is pretty, it is pretty amazing. And <clears throat> I am using a size 15 needle. I went out and bought 16 inch circulars in a 15. Yeah. Uh, I was using double points. you normally wouldn't have that. No, I don't, yeah, use, I mean, I have some of the larger sizes. I think I had 15s in, like, a 24-inch. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to use those. I don't like Magic Loop, so uh, I ran to my local yarn store during lunch this week to see if they had any. And luckily they had one pair oh, wow, of good. 16 inches in, the like, this size I'm left. Because you didn't call them first. Yeah, No, nah, I just figured I'd go. Because I was thinking of, like, just ordering them on Amazon and getting them on Prime, but they weren't going to come till Sunday. Yeah. And then I thought, well, maybe my local... Because when I'm at work, uh, there's a, a store not too far from me. Yeah. And I figured, well... Let's try to support a local yarn store, right? You know what I mean? I was kind of lazy because it does take 20 minutes to drive there, even though it's only about four miles away from my office. But I made the effort, went, um, and got them. And was rewarded. And was rewarded. They did have one pair. And so I switched from my double points, which was super annoying, <laughs> into these circulars, which is way better. Yeah, um, it's super cute. Yeah, and it's a little stiff right now. I feel like I could have... I feel like I want it to be drapier, but I think I might steam block it, which yeah. I think will help. So I'm going to, like, put it on. This is, like, for Kimberly. See, it's going to decrease really fast. And then I think I'm going to put a furry pom-pom on it. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. It's pretty snug right now, but I think when I block it, it'll be a little looser. Um, but, yeah, the yarn's really nice. I think it's, like, 70% wool, 30% alpaca. Oh, and it's nice. a single ply. Um... It's pretty nice. Uh, I would say there are, like, I do get a lot of, like, little sort of fibery bits coming off sometimes. Yeah. And it's very loosely plied, so it is sometimes easy to 
sort of catch, like, sort of split it if you're, like, not careful. Um, but otherwise, it's pretty fun. Uh, I mean, I always get this urge to work with super bulky yarn when I see it. But then, like, there's no way for me to wear it. Either it's too hot here or I just look like a giant Stay puff Marshmallow Man in it. Um, but I do get that urge. So this is kind of good. It kind of scratches that super bulky itch for now. Who knows? I'll probably get it again at some point and want to make a cardigan or something crazy. But, you know... And it's nice that, yeah, this yarn is pretty accessible, you know, you know, because Woolen Legging usually you can only buy on their website. Um, oh, actually, maybe some local yarn stores carry it, but I don't usually see it in stores. Right. I usually see they have kits. Right. And Joanne's carrying some kits, too, but um, I didn't need a kit. Like, the kit comes with a ball of yarn and, like, giant needles, I think straight needles, and a pattern. But, you know, I don't need that. So, yeah, I really need to finish this. It's almost done. I just haven't picked it up in a couple days. I'll probably finish it up tomorrow, and then that will be a gift for my niece, my 19-year-old niece. Awesome. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's the reverse snowball. She's going to love it. It's so pretty. Yeah. Okay. I really like bulky yarn. I did. I don't like, knit enough with it, but I, I know. Like it. yeah. It's like you wore the... Uh, the last super bulky hat I made uh, was on Malabrigo Rasta, yeah. and you wore that when you were in the UK. I did. Yeah, you sent me a picture sent of you picture. wearing it, yeah. Yeah. Which was very cute. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I was so happy to wear it. Is this, does it fit your head, or is it too big? It's like, it's like a little loose, but okay. it's not like uncomfortably loose. Okay, you don't feel like it's going to fall off or anything? No, but it was pretty funny, because the blueberry really wanted to wear it. So I'm sure it's not going to fit on her head. I put it on her, but yeah, it like fit her whole head. Like it was basically like a mask. Yeah, right. And, like uh, a baklava, Yeah, I would take it those? off and she'd be like, mine. And I'm like, no, it's not yours. It's my Like not only does this not fit you, but right. it's definitely not yours. Like, <laughs> You're like, works, no, mommy can steal this hat. Mommy works hard you, to steal that you hat. You cannot yeah. steal this hat. <laughs> I'm on to you. That's funny. Uh, those are the only two things I think sort of active whips, although I have all these little Christmas socks lined up for my break. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Hopefully I'll get to work on them. Yeah. And some swatching that awesome. I want to do over the break. Yeah. Were you working anything else? No. No? You can lose yawning. Oh, yawning. Oh, no. I'm not working on anything else. I'm just going to work on this, I think, until I get to, like, I want to say that second transition period, like, right towards the hot pink. Yeah. Are you going to add awesome. another one with the hot pink? Yeah. Like a transitional section? Yeah, because I really like the hot pink. Oh, yeah, the I'm hot pink. I'm looking at it right now. It's like neon pink. Yeah. It's so. not even, it's not like even fuchsia pink. It's like neon. It's that, I love it. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to work on this for a while. Okay. I well, like, in your mom and dad's house? Are you waiting? Yeah. Yeah, because mom and dad's hats are like so, um, you know, they're like much more, I think, I have to think about them a lot. Yeah, there's, like, patterning. So I really want something yeah. else that, like, I can relax with if I want to watch. Did like, you choose yarn and patterns for those right here? No. I did. Oh. Okay. I could talk about that. Oh, if you want. Um, sure. So I think this is going to be for my... I, I might have talked about this one already, actually. Um, I'm pretty sure this is going to be for my mom's hat. Okay. Um, it's a Brooklyn tweed pattern. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's it called again? We talked about it. Um, it is called Burnaby. Burnaby. Okay. Hat. Gainsey hat for chunky and DK weight yarn. Um, I'm using a DK weight um, yarn, Mrs. Crosby. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Mrs. Crosby satchel? No, was it? Hold on, I got it somewhere. I forget. Uh, Mrs. Crosby Steam. loves to play. Yeah, that's the brand. 
Um, this one is called Carpet Bag. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm just listing all of them that aren't in. <laughs> carpet Bag in Smoky Granite. It's a purplish brown. Yeah, yeah. It's really pretty. I remember that now. Um, I mean, this pattern doesn't seem hard, but it does seem like I need to concentrate. Well, it's so one of those just... Brooklyn Tweed patterns that's 12 pages long or something crazy. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah, it's well, crazy. it's also because it has a chunky version, too, with it. Oh, so I see. It's like an extra long pattern because oh, it has okay. a variation for that. Got it. But yeah, I'm pretty excited about starting that. So I'll probably start that after between the Christmas and New Year break. Okay. And then um, if I can finish that in the first couple weeks of January, which is very optimistic, right. um, I'll probably pick something else for my dad's hat. Okay, so you haven't picked your dad's yet. No, I haven't picked it out okay. yet, but I, I do, like, I'm trying to, like, finish them both by, like, maybe end of February, so I can mail them back out, because then they're on the East Coast, so February and March and April can be still cold, right. so they could still wear it, because okay. obviously now I'm, like, kind of in a time crunch, because, um, you know, I want them to use it for this year, otherwise they have to wait right, next but year. January, February is still a while away, you're okay. Yeah, I think I've got enough time, so. Okay. Um, cool. I want to talk about a faux show. I have a faux, faux show. Faux show! I have a faux show that I, I forgot about. I have a faux show? Okay. Yeah, but it's gone now. It's I think gone! We, I think we talked about it. Did you? Last time. Yeah, but it wasn't... It wasn't finished. Did we talk about... It? Was it finished then? What I can't, I'm sorry. I can't remember. I can't remember. You gotta it was Mum's Hat. Mm. So do you remember? We I finished it, and it was with that Malabrigo. Was it Malabrigo? The pink? The pink. Yeah. Oh, the Dusty Rose? Yeah. Oh, you were gonna redo it. Exactly. So okay, re- so was it a Malabrigo Chunky, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or was it like Rose, like, was it Frost or something? I think it was Frosty something. I okay, know. I'll I'll yeah, put it in the notes, guys. I can't remember. Yeah, I yeah. Remember. You said you were going to rip it out because it was too big? The hat was too long. Oh, it was too long. It was too long. Okay. And um, so you ripped it out for me, thankfully, okay. and um, <laughs> wound it back up. And so, yeah, I, it took me like two days. But yeah, I quickly knit the hat again. Okay. It was shorter, and Mum put it on. She loved it, and it fit really well. The problem I had with the hat the first time, I think, was that it was too long in, like, the crown area. Oh. So it didn't decrease. I didn't decrease it fast enough. We ripped the whole thing? I can't even remember. Yeah, well, I also thought there was something. I think you thought oh, it was too big. There were ladders. Oh, the ladders. Oh, okay, okay. I also had ladders. Okay, okay. I'm like, it's so, all coming back to me now. Yeah, so we ripped the whole thing out. But yeah, this okay. one was really, really good. I paid attention to make sure I pulled my yarn really tightly between okay. my double points. Did you change, like, the stitch count or anything, or no? No, I don't think so. Okay, okay. But, um. You just I, started your decreases sooner? Yeah. Okay. That worked out well. So yeah, that was my one faux show. And I got it done two days before. Before I had to leave for the UK. Okay. And um, I got to wrap it and everything. Did you block it or no? I didn't block it. Okay. Because I was afraid. So, like, the last time I blocked other two hats that were going to the UK, they actually made them, I made them too big. So, like, I didn't want to, like, risk that. That's why I I tend to make, yeah, I really, I like blocking things. I think it makes the stitches look better and all that stuff. So, I tend, I sometimes will make my like you know hats especially on this yeah slightly smaller than I want them because I don't like loose hats yeah at all <laughs> that's good yeah that's she open and ready oh yeah yeah oh. we had we had like Christmas Day there oh okay so my sister in law well how'd your other hats go over good good you had other hats you had hats for everyone I did so um my sister in law's hat was really good okay. um she really liked it I think it was kind of loose on her but um it was more like a cap like a lacy cap so maybe that's okay okay. Um, mom's hat was really good. Dad's hat fit, which was very surprising because we talked about my father-in-law has a big head. Yeah. My brother-in-law 
Jamie also apparently has a big head. Yeah. And his hat fit as well. Oh, okay. And then I have a nephew. They they have a baby. Right. You made a matching hat. I made a matching yeah. hat for dad and baby. So yeah. the baby hat did fit well. They actually, he wore it while I was there, which oh, was really cute. cute. Yeah, it was good. Oh. Although he did not like to wear hats in general, so he did not wear it for very long. Yeah. But I appreciate the effort. Yeah. You know, he's only like 11 months. Yeah. So. That's cool. And it was nice, too, because that hat's a little stretchy, so he'll grow into that hat. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. Yay, thank you. <laughs> Yay. Did you get pictures of the... I, I don't remember, actually. Okay. I don't think I did. I think my sister will has some pictures. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Here, let me find... I have some finished objects, too. Let me do it in order. Uh, they're all hats. Cause oh, been... I saw the picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did post about them on Instagram. I did, I did. <clears throat> so the first hat I finished, I mean, I think it's called, I wrote this down, the Force Awakens hat. I love uh, it. It was, um, I don't have, sorry, I don't have the name of the person who designed it, but um, it'll be in the notes. And uh, she released this last year, or two years ago, whenever the Force Awakens came out. And it's a colorwork hat, and, and she had charts for, um, charts for it. And so there's, like, I think three charts. One's, like, TIE Fighters, and then one is, like, the Death Star. And I forget what these guys are called. Those guys that walk on the long legs. I can't remember what they're called. I forget what they're called. Yeah. You have to show Iron Muff in that hat. Oh, I should, yeah. And then there was a third chart at the very uh, top of the hat before the crown decreases. But as I was making it, um, I thought the hat was getting too long. Like, I needed to start decreasing. So I skipped that chart altogether. uh, Just sort of made up a color work, like, just, like, every couple stitches, I, you know, would alternate colors or something like that, and then started the crown decreases. And That's then, good. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, this is the first color work I've done in a long time. I feel like I've, like, kind of, like, learned a lot while doing it. Uh, it's definitely not perfect. Um, it looks I, beautiful. I tried knitting it. I did, you know, the one where you hold a color in each hand, and because I'm, you know, a, an English-style knitter, uh, it was hard for me to uh, knit Continental with the other my left hand, and those stitches were, you know, kind of wonky, and some of the floats on those are not great. But um, blocking did help. It definitely helped make a more cohesive fabric. Yeah. And yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, what did I use? I used Cascade Two Twenty Sport. In uh, I'll I'll have it in my my project page, like, the actual, like, color numbers, but uh, I don't know them off the top of my head. And basically, they're uh, a light, sort of heathered gray, a cream, and then, like, a darker, like, burgundy red. And, yeah, it fits me pretty well. I blocked it, so I think it fits pretty well. I mean, it's like a beanie style. It's not, like, loose or anything. It's super cute. So. I love it. And I do like the fabric this made. It's very, sort of, cushy and sort of you know, a little bit dense because of the two layers of fabric. Yeah. And, yeah, my friend was talking about how when she knits for her aisle, I think a lot of people are worried about knitting too tightly, which I get because of the floats. Like, I have to remember to keep my floats loose. That's what happened to me. I knit too tightly mm-hmm. in one of the hats I did. Mm. And um, I forget if I took it out or not. I don't think you did. I, I don't think I did, but one of them, it was like, it was it was just too tight. And yeah. Like, even though the hat was supposed to stretch a lot more, yeah, it yeah. because of the the floats. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like I had some problems with my floats in the like 
at the section that had larger, um, I guess like larger repeat, not repeats, but like where there's more stitches and you know, maybe yeah. like Did more you... space between each like color will change. Yeah. Are you floating every like three or four or what were you doing? I think every like, no, because this is sport weight yarn, it's kind of on the thinner side, you mm -hmm. know, I was doing it every like four or five stitches if. We, if I didn't, I wasn't supposed to change colors. I would uh, like trap the yarn. You know yeah. what I mean? To trap the float, just so I didn't have a bunch of dangly bits in the back. Um, and I thought I was holding the yarn, the float loosely at one point, but then I realized um, I had forgotten to sort of like unscrunch the stitches after I knit them. Yeah. So yeah, so they ended up. Some of them ended up tighter than I thought. I I you know was going for, but it did block out like a lot better. Um, it's just funny because I don't knit as tight when I knit uh, color work. I think it's because the continental stitches, because I'm not used to them, those stitches end up being really loose. So I feel like my color work sections, the gauge is bigger than on just the regular right. like stockinette sections in like one color, right. which I think is, you know, sort of a problem that not everyone has. I think it goes the other way. A lot of people say like, oh, go up a needle size when you um, do collar work if you're not yeah. new, kind of new to it because people tend to knit really tightly. I think I'm slightly the opposite. Um, so these like white stitches here look kind of, like they're like kind of loosey-goosey. So I kind of wish I had gone down a needle size on those, but um, it's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it fits pretty good. My little my little hen. I think it's super cute. So I think it's great. Pretty exciting because the new Star Wars movie came out yesterday or a couple days ago, and I'm going to see it tomorrow. Yay! I'm pretty excited. I don't think it'll be cold enough to wear my hat, but maybe I'll just bring it with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I was pretty excited about that. And I finished, what is it, a baby hat called the Baby Swirl Hat. Uh, this is a free pattern on Ravelry. I've made it before and I just made it in some leftover sock yarn scraps. I think it's a com it's a commercial sock yarn so it's sort of self-patterning in blues and greens and cream and I'm not sure what yarn this was. I think I got it in a swap a long time ago and but it's on the thicker side so it's I think it's sort of like a sock yarn but it's definitely either a thicker sock yarn or like a like a sport weight sock yeah. yarn or something. It's definitely thicker than, you know, fingering weight. And I think I made the newborn size, but because I knew my yarn was fatter, yeah, like I knew it was going to be bigger. And I think this is going to be for our friend who just had a baby. I think yeah. it'll fit him. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Um, I didn't get a chance to make him something before he was born, so I'm making him this hat for Christmas. And we'll probably, oh, I have to do that. See, I forgot. I was going to buy him a book to go Aww. with it, but I don't know if I'm going to have time. We'll see. And then the third thing I finished is a hat called the 2x2 Rib Hat. And this is made out of Cascade 220 Superwash. And I think the colorway is called maybe Cafe Olay. Those are some weird number. You know how Cascade it has, like, just a long number? But they have colorway names. Like, if you look online their numbers correlate to a name. I just don't know why they don't put that name on the label. They just put the number. It's very bizarre to me. It'd be so much easier to remember if they use the name. Anyway, this is just I've had this in my stash for a while. Um, 
and it's for my uncle for Christmas. Uh, it's like it says, it's two by two rib. You knit two by two rib for a very very long time, and then do a bunch of decreases, and it's meant to have a fold up brim. So you fold it up a couple it's inches. It's like very functional. Yeah, it just looks sort of like a very you know sort of classic rib or sort of watch cap. And the pattern has several sizes, but I know sort of how I knit and how I like things to fit. And my uncle doesn't have a very big head. So the smallest size on there, uh, I think, has you cast on like 100 like something, 114 wow. stitches. But I thought was a lot for, one, something in rib, and two, something that's in worsted weight yarn, which that seemed like a lot to me. Um, and it seemed to, which is this free pattern, so I'm not giving anything away, but... I think you were supposed to cast on in multiples of 16 oh, right. um, to make the decreases work. So I just did some, you know, reverse math and decided to cast on 80 stitches. Yeah, Which worked better. for me. Um, it's not a huge hat or anything, but, I mean, it fits me, I think. So I think it'll fit my uncle. Uh, if he was slightly bigger head like yours, I might go up to, like, the 96, but... Yeah. I wouldn't go up much more. There was, like, a hundred and something, and there was, like, another, like, size that was, like, a hundred and, like, you know, plus an additional 16 stitches, which just seemed really huge to me. Yeah. Because rib is so stretchy. stretchy. Yeah, and worsted weight yarn, to me, yeah, usually anything over a hundred is a lot, unless there's crazy cables or something which pull in. So, yeah, but, I mean, you know, if you know you're knitting and how you like things, um, you can figure out, you know, what you want to do with this pattern. But it's a very nice, you know, it's a very guy-looking hat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of looks like, if it was black, it'd be like a burglar hat. Yeah. You know? So those are the three hats I finished while, yeah, while you were gone, basically. Yay. Yeah. Uh, that's all I finished, though. Okay. You haven't finished anything else, right? No, that was it. Okay. Uh, I don't have, I haven't had any kidding cued for a while now because I've just been trying to finish up a bunch of, like, gifts and other projects. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything cued? No. Okay. We're going to skip that then. Yay! <laughs> Yay, let's skip it. Uh, retail therapy. Have you bought anything? I bought a pair of needles. Oh, you did? Yeah, I just bought a pair what of What kind of needles? Chiagu? Yeah? Circular. 20 Think circular? 24 inch. No, um, like, 24 inch, like, number is, like, four or something. That's specifically for this hat. Or number six, is, yeah, for this hat that I'm making for my mom. Because, so... Well, I mean, like, is it a fixed circular? It's not interchangeable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fixed. Um, Do you not have that size? No, I didn't have, like, I think it's 16 inch. I might have gotten 16 or Yeah, that's what I use for hats, but yeah. do you not have... No, I don't have 16. Oh, really? No. Um, so I got that because, like... Whenever I was talking to Twee, she's always like, you should really just do circulars instead of using double points. Well, because she uses double points, yeah. I usually use double points. I just feel like, at least for me, when I do hats on double points, my double points are never long enough, and I always get stitches falling off the ends, and it slows me down each needle. I don't know why, like, making socks on double points, uh, I like, and I don't find it to be slow, and I'd rather do that than to work on, the, like, nine-inch circulars or, like, do magic loop. But when I use double points for hats, I just find it really annoying. Yeah, I mean... Personally, I, but you do it all the time. I mean, you I know... I do it all the time, but really... I wanted to try it, so... I bought. I just bought a pair of needles, so I'm going to okay. try it. so you don't that. usually, like... Do you have... Like, do you, like, never do hats on, like, the shorter, like, 16 inch shirts? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to me. Yeah, I think it'll change my world. <laughs> I mean, I hope it does. I mean, I do, like, 
I like, yeah, it all just being on one needle, yeah. you know what I mean? You won't get ladders. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's funny. Did well, you buy it at the uh, local yarn store? No, I did it in the Amazon purchase. Okay. But, like, most of it's, too, because, you know, like, I was just really kind of tired of, like, because I had, like, this whole hat, like, palooza, right, yeah. going on. So uh-huh. I was like, no, I'm going to try this for, like, the next time because maybe it'll make it faster for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope it does. Thank I you. mean, you can try, have you tried, like, Magic Loop or Two Cirques or anything like I've that? I've tried Magic Loop. Um, I, I mean. I don't love Magic but Loop. But I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have to try it again. Yeah, you should try it again. Well, yeah. I thought I was going to try it on this cowl, and I kind of did at the beginning, because yeah. that's what it has you do, but I was so annoyed. I just didn't like it, uh, and because there's two circulars, too, there's like a, another set of circulars yeah. that are sort of like hanging around. It just it just got too confusing for me, and so I switched to like a 16-inch circular, and I, I'm much happier, so... <laughs> You know, it's all about knowing yourself and knowing what you like. But it's good to, I think, good to experiment. Yeah. You know? We'll see what happens. Plus, your tastes change sometimes. Maybe you love double points now, and, um, you know, but down the line you want to do Magic Loop. Who knows? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I bought some stuff. I didn't bring it all because I don't even know where it is. My house is a crazy Christmas central right now with, like, presents and wrapping paper and just stuff everywhere. Um so I couldn't find some of the stuff I wanted to show you, but I'll talk about it. Um, during the Black Friday sort of sales, I picked up three skeins of yarn from uh, the Forbidden Woolery, and she's actually local to me, so uh, it shipped really quickly, and by the time I got back from Thanksgiving, it was already at my door. Um, she probably could have just dropped it at my house if she wanted to, though she mailed it. Um, but yeah, so I picked up some yarn in her Pride base, which is her sparkle sort of fingering weight base, which is really nice. And I got three skeins of a single colorway called Black Emerald. And it basically reads as a sort of a dark sort of black charcoal, but it has a sort of greenish undertone. It's really, really pretty. Um, I'm hoping I can make it into... Maybe a, I can't never, I don't know how to say this sweater name, but a Zweig sweater. It's Z-W-E-I-G. And if you're on Instagram, you've probably seen this sweater. Um, but it's basically a sweater with, it's like stocking a sweater, but then it has a lace yoke. And it's usually done in two colors. Like the lace yoke part is done in one color and the rest of the body is done oh, in another cool. color. Yeah. So uh, I really wanted sort of a darker solid color or tonal to be the body of the sweater and then I'll just pick like a fun skein of yarn from my stash to be the um like the yoke so I haven't done that yet I picked a color but I want to do that soon because I kind of want to make that sweater (laughs) behind all the other sweaters I want to make but have not finished but it's fine so I picked those up from her and then I also ordered a few things from the Nitpicks Cyber Monday sale. Yeah. They had a sale basically all week leading up to, I think, Cyber Monday. And every couple days they had a new special. Like, stuff was on sale all week, but then, like, every other day they had, like, super special sales, too. And I kind of waited all week to see if I was interested in any of the, like, crazy sales. And... I waited too long. I think on the one day I, I probably would have wanted some of the like 
super sale stuff. And by the end of the week, I was thinking, oh, maybe I just won't order anything. But then, of course, I ended up buying some stuff. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I bought some... It was on... Because it was on super sale, I've been wanting to try it. I bought a few skeins of Gallery by Knit Picks, which is a new-ish line by them, which, when you look at it uh, on the website... It reminds me a lot of Noro Korean. Yeah. It's like a single ply with long color repeats. You know, I was reading reviews and it's like, you know, people are like, it's not super soft. It kind of reminds me of, you know, like the Noro. Some people said this was softer than the Noro. I don't know if I agree necessarily. Here, I'm sure you can really. Um, one of the colorways oh, I got. I don't think it's softer than I don't the think it is either. Uh, but at least there's not like bits of hay in it. I know. <laughs> but I love Noro. I do. I love Noro. So it seems to me actually thinner than Noro. The sort of the like thickness of the yarn itself seems much more consistent than Noro is because the Noro is very to me sort of thick and thin and very loosely plied. This seems like the t ply is a little bit tighter, uh, which is maybe why it seems a little more rough. And it's not, like, super rough. It's not, like, terrible or anything like that. It's just, I, you know, I think I prefer how the Noro feels a little bit. Um, but it was, like, really cheap. I think they were less than $3. So I picked up a few skeins just to try. I thought maybe I'd try to make more of those mittens that I gave to you or, you know, I love those mittens. a hat or something. Did you bring them to the UK? No, no, I didn't. They're okay. in my car. Okay. Yeah, I leave them in my car. Oh, that's cute. Because I use them a lot. Like, at really? Yeah, when I go, when I drive home from work. Oh, yeah. Cold it's been getting cold, like, sort of in the mornings and, like, sort of the evenings. Yeah. I mean, cold relative to yeah. Southern California. Um, yeah, so the gallery's not too bad. I bought a few colorways just to try out. Um, it's definitely a much cheaper alternative if you're looking for something sort of Noro-esque, but either can't afford or can't find, you know, Noro in your your area. Um, and the colors look really, are pretty. There's not a huge selection, like, you know, I think there's like 10 colors, but yeah. it's not too bad. It's it's fun. I'm going to try knitting with it and see what I think, um, and see if it, like, softens up when I block it and stuff. And it's listed as air and weight. I really don't think this looks like air and weight. 137 yards and 50 grams. Yeah, it's definitely not air and weight. It seems more almost like a DK weight to me. But yeah, that was fun. Picked up some of that. And then I picked up a pattern book called uh, Within by Jane Richmond and Shannon Cook. I've been wanting that for a while and I think it was 40% off. So I just decided to throw it in my order to get over the $50 limit. Um, and then I they came out with new... Felici Colors, which is the self-striping sock yarn that Nipix does, and they re-released, I mean, I think they've just been hiding, <laughs> not hiding it, but sometimes Nipix will suddenly come up with a new batch or, you know, of colors. So they had a whole batch of new colors, but as part of the sale, they brought back a bunch of old colors that had gone away. And so I picked up two skeins of a new color called Goth Kitty, which I think is purples and blacks and maybe pink and then older color which I had wanted called Sonora Sunset which I think had blues and pinks and oranges or something nice. like that yeah I didn't really need more sock yarn but I was placing an order anyway I just figured 
Yeah. Just throw some in. Yep. And then the last thing I purchased uh, recently was just last weekend, I popped by our local yarn store to pick up the winter 2017 issue of Pom Pom Magazine. I've been waiting for that one to come out for a while, and I had seen all the patterns online, and I really liked them, but I was just waiting for one of our local yarn stores to get it. And then last weekend, um, the one closest to us posted that they had gotten theirs in, and so I ran over there and bought a copy. Nice. So I'm very excited about that. I... I'm kind of saving it for Christmas vacation. I'm going to bring it out with me. Like, does anyone else do this sort of read knitting books and, like, things like that? It's like a magazine. It's not, this one isn't really, it's more, I mean, I guess they have articles in there. But I'm kind of saving it for myself as a treat, you know? Yeah, I'm excited good. to have it, though. And those are um, pretty much all the things I've bought in the last few weeks. Awesome. Yeah. I think we're done with knitting done with talk. Knitting. I think we are. Um... Crazily enough. Thanks for listening. No. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, as the blueberry would say. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's move on to reading, Kimberly. What are you reading? I don't remember the author name, but I'm reading the book called, um, I'm in the middle of it, it's called The Book of Speculation. Okay. It came out a couple years ago. What's it about? Um, it's two, it's two storylines. One of them takes place during, like, the 1800s, I think, or maybe 1900s. Um, fiction? It doesn't sound like fiction with that name. I thought it was going to be nonfiction. No, no, it's um, fiction, and it takes place two separate storylines. One of them is about a librarian who um, gets a book in the mail, and it's called The Book of Speculation, and in it is like, it's like a journal, and in it is like actually the um, name of his grandmother. And he doesn't understand why her name's in it. She used to be a circus performer. Wait, was it mailed him? Yeah, it was mailed, oh, mailed him. him. Okay. And then the second storyline through it is, it seems like it will be, although I haven't gotten to that part yet, it's the timeline of the circus during the time when the book of speculation was written. Mm. Um, and so the main storyline, which is, takes place during day, he's worried about his sister because his sister's come home and she's a little off. Mm. And it turns out his mother sadly um, committed suicide. She drowned herself huh. um, on a certain day. And then as he researches, he realizes that there are other women that knew his mom that also drowned themselves oh, on the same day. The same day the as same her? Or just, day, the same, just the same date the same every, in different times? Day, different year. Yeah. So um, it's it's a lot about creepy. like him trying to figure out his his past and his family history and why that is and then you're also getting these like really nice chapters about the circus the carnival and you know the people in it hiding out like what their lives were like Mm -hmm. and there's like a little bit of mystery it's really really good I'm enjoying it a lot I took it with me to the UK Mm -hmm. but sadly I didn't really get a chance to read because um, the blueberry was in yeah she was in our room so when she woke up in the middle of the night she'd want to play or she'd see us and want to like come and lay down so I wasn't really I didn't have any time to do anything really okay. so. but um yeah I'm hoping that I can finish that and get back into it this weekend okay yeah good but that's it how about you um I've been kind of all over the place in my reading I've been rereading a lot of stuff you know that I you know I have already read and liked and what else have I, been, I don't know I feel like the like it's been weeks and I don't know if I've actually finished a book yeah um, I'm still reading The Shining. Oh, good. Yeah, by Stephen King. We started that for a book club a little while ago, um, a couple months ago, and I didn't finish it in time for a book club, but I'm still reading it. It's just, like, one of those things where I don't want to read it every single day because yeah. it's 
kind of intense, yeah. as you can imagine, if you know anything about The Shining. Um, but yeah, I'm still reading that. And I also reread uh, one of my favorite sort of short story novellas, I guess, um, that's set during the holidays. And it's called, uh, I think it's called A Wallflower Christmas by Lisa Kleypas. It's a novella set in uh, the series called The Wallflowers. It's a historical romance series, which I love. I love this author. And she wrote, after she finished the series, I think it's, I think it's four or five books, um, she wrote a little Christmas special, um, you know, after that, sort of catching up with the characters. Um, but it's sort of focuses on um, a different character that wasn't in the core group. Um, it's like the brother of one of the women from that series and another woman. And it's just a really sweet story. Like the woman in it, I think her name is Hannah and she's a companion to her cousin. And basically, you know, this man is thinking of marrying her friend because he needs like, a wife, that kind of thing, and she co comes, she meets him to, like, scope him out to see if he's, like, kind of, like, good enough for her friend, you know, just to report back, and, of course, they have, like, amazing chemistry with the whole time, like, they go to a house party back in the day when you go to a house party and then spend, like, a week or two with someone at, like, giant estate, mm -hmm. so they're thrown together during this, too, when he's really supposed to be courting her friend, and, of course, they, like, you know, fall in love, but, you know, she thinks it's never going to happen, you know, and all that stuff. And it's just really sweet. Um, I just really like this story, and it's set during, you know, Christmas. And so I like to – I've reread it at other times, but I especially like to reread it during the holidays. It's just really cute. So, yeah. Nice. Um, hopefully I, – I don't remember. We'll, maybe we'll talk about it in the next episode, but – I feel like I haven't read as many books this year as I wanted to. That's okay. I don't really mind, but it's just kind of funny. Because I feel like I'm reading constantly, but then I was thinking, like, what did I finish recently? And I just couldn't think of what I had finished recently. Yeah. So I'm not sure. You know. You know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> you was, like, nodding. I'm like, Kimberly, people can't hear you. You just oh, yeah. nod. <laughs> people can't hear you nodding. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to what are you watching? I'm still watching The Americans. Really? Yeah. What season are you on? I think I'm on season three. Oh, okay. Not season three. It's like could be on season two. Okay. Um, like, yeah, it's really really good. The seasons are shorter, but yeah, it it's gotten to the. Are they shorter? Yeah, they're not like 22 episodes. Oh, they're not. They're okay. Like 13, I think. It's just really intriguing and very well acted. Yeah. And you think, like, it get kind of, like, bored. Like, the storyline would just be kind of, like, I guess, recycled again and again. Right. But, no, it's, like, really fresh. And just the acting is so good. And Carrie Russell's chemistry with Matthew Reese, Matthew Reese yeah. is, like, really, really good. Like well, they're, they're married, right? He, I don't know if they're married. Oh, they have kids or something. They have a kid together. Yeah. But, um... Like, it's not just, like, their chemistry, like, like their sexual chemistry or whatever. It's, like, right. their, like, like, their emotional chemistry with, like, really heavy, dark subjects. Mm -hmm. It's just really, really well done. So, I'm really enjoying The Americans. I didn't okay. think I would. It's not like I didn't think I would. I guess I just didn't. I feel like I everyone I know. Yeah, everyone I know loves it, but yeah, I haven't watched so it. It's so good. And, like, the last season's coming out, I think, early next year. So, I okay. kind of want to catch up so I can 
watch that. That's on the network, right? It's on FX. Yeah, okay. So I was, I was going to say, it's not like one of those Netflix series. No. Okay. Okay. But I'm super excited about that. Ooh. Yeah, so that's it. That's all I've been watching because I really just only have time for that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching, I can only like, my my brain can only handle one series at a time right now. Oh. Well, I've watched a good amount of things since you've been gone. I've been to the movies. I saw Coco a few weeks ago. Oh, I've heard that was good. It is really, really good. It's um, an animated film from Disney and Pixar uh, about a, a young a young man who wants to be a musician, um, but his family has banned music from their lives uh, due to some family drama. Um, and, yeah, it's just about him trying to sort of find his way and be himself, but also to get his family to accept him. But it's also really rich in the, like, uh, like Mexican like cultural history of like the Day of the Dead because that sort of um, revolves around the Day of the Dead and what happens during it. And I didn't really know a ton about Day of the Dead, even though I've been to like a couple Day of the Dead festivals and, you know, I really like sort of like the motifs of like, you know, like the skulls and all that. But I didn't really know a ton about it. Um, but it was really cool because it's like, yeah, this movie, I mean, I've talked to some of my friends who are Mexican and um, they really loved it. They thought it was, you know, really good and you know, pretty accurate and, you know, all that good stuff. And I think it just really honored the culture and everything's really beautiful. Like all of the like animation, all like sort of imagery is like so pretty. There's like good music. Um, my friends cried at the end, <laughs> both of my friends like next to me, like I could hear them like crying. <laughs> so yeah, it was really good. I definitely would recommend it. Um, if you get a chance to see it, it's really good. And then last weekend I saw Call Me By Your Name, which is uh, sort of more of an independent film. I think I've seen a trailer for Yeah, that. you probably yeah. have. Um, it's getting a really, really good uh, like sort of awards buzz. And it's set, I think, in the early 80s in northern Italy, a tiny town in northern Italy. And it's about... Uh, a 17-year-old um, young man who his family stays there for the summer. They're, they're, I think they're Italian, but they like stay there for the summer. And every year his dad uh, takes on a grad student for the summer because he's a professor. And then this summer the grad student is Army Hammer. Uh, and he and the uh, young son, they sort of strike up a, like a friendship and then but sort of also end up having sort of like a love affair, you know what I mean? And it's just a really interesting movie. It's not flashy, and it's not, like, ultra-dramatic, but it's, like, really beautiful-looking. Like, where they are in Italy is so beautiful. And it, you really, I mean, at least for me, I really felt like I was in Italy. Like, you know, you're just sitting there with them. They're, like, eating. They're, like, biking around town. I just felt like I was, like, there. And I thought it was really well-acted. Um, yeah, Army Hammer, he reminds me of you, because, remember that 5K? Yeah. That, that you do sometimes, yeah, that's really, do it. Yeah, yeah, they're really, cl it's close to your neighborhood, and I did it once, I'm a terrible runner, but I did this 5K with them once, but he and his wife, um, they do it every year, and they're kind of like the, not like sponsors, but I don't know what they, like, 
I think they're like the main coordinators. Yeah, there. like they they're sort really of coordinate great. it. Yeah, they're, they're nice like, people. this is a few years ago. They're super nice. They come out every year. They run the 5K or whatever. You know, they have like, you know, make a little speech and they hang out. Like, um, but yeah, just seeing him reminded me that yeah. that time we went to the 5K and he was there. And so, yeah, it's getting a lot of good buzz. And I definitely think it's worth seeing um, if you like those kinds of movies, sort of like, um, a lot of like family dynamic, like the dynamic between the family, you know, uh, is really interesting too. They're all sort of intellectuals. I uh, just was thinking this whole time, I'm like, man, if, if I was visiting these people or like lived in this family, I would feel really dumb. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> they're so smart, all of them. And they all speak, I think, like three languages, you know what I mean? And it's like, and the, the son is like sort of a music prodigy. It's like, I would, would just feel really dumb, mm-hmm. but um, it really makes me want to go to Italy. Have you been to Italy? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, me neither. We should go. Yeah. We should definitely go. Sounds good. And then the other thing I'm really excited about that I saw um, was the Psych the Movie special. Wow. Yeah, that finally came out. I feel like I've been waiting for it just since they announced it earlier this year, and then there was a panel at Comic-Con, and it finally came out, I think about a week and a half ago, and it aired on USA, but I don't have, like, cable or TV um, but it hit the USA, like, app and, you know, online the next day. So my friends and I had a little party. We made a bunch of pineapple food. I made a pineapple awesome. upside-down cake. My friend bought a pineapple. We had pineapple drinks. Um, we had something else pineapple-y. I can't remember what it was. And, yeah, it was really fun. Um, I've talked about Psych before, but it, it was a show on USA about uh, a guy named Sean Spencer and his best friend Burton Guster and he he was helping out the Santa Barbara police by pretending to be a psychic but he's not a psychic he just has a father who's a cop and so he's really really observant and can sort of deduce things from you know just what he sees and like you know stuff like that it's just a sort of a ridiculous show but I just find it really just really funny and the special was really good. It's set during Christmas. It's like a Christmas special. And if you watch it, there's a, for my friend Vanessa, there's a Gremlins, a pretty big Gremlins sort of reference in it. And it's really funny. And, yeah, the only bad thing is that one of the main characters, Tim Omenson, who played Detective Lasseter, wasn't really in it. Um, unfortunately, he suffered a stroke sort of right before they were going to start filming. Yeah. Um, and he's still recovering. I think he's doing a lot better. We actually have a friend of a friend who actually is, like, good friends with their family. And so, um, you know, he's he's doing a lot better. But he, he it happened sort of, like, right before they started filming. So he, he's only in it briefly. Um, that's the only bad thing because he's really great. His character is really awesome, too. Um, so hopefully... They've talked about making more of these, and I really hope they do. And if they do, I hope I hope that he's like in them. So I don't know. Did you ever watch like? No. I can't remember. Okay, it's kind There's of a lot of people that like it. It's such a weird cult show. Like I only have like two friends who here who really love it, but the people who like love it, I think really love it. Yeah, and. Um, you know, I've been to a lot of sort of the fan events and Comic Con and stuff, and they're always like super nice and super fun, and like the people, you know, like the fans and the people who are in the show, they always seem just really excited to be there and really grateful to their fans, which is really nice. So if you're a fan of Psych and you didn't know that special would come out, uh, check the USA 
app or website because it is up there. I think I've watched it maybe like three times now because the first time when we watched it together the, like we were kind of talking a lot because we were just sort of excited to see everyone back together so I had to kind of watch it again on my own yeah. so and that's all I've been watching though I am going to see Star Wars tomorrow that's you pretty tell exciting me how it is yeah yeah hopefully you guys will get to see it over the break too yeah I hope so yeah we'll see we'll see so we're wrapping up we're near the end but um we were going to talk about other things, but I'll just ask you just, like, a random thing. But give me, like, like, like your three, top three favorite holiday treats. For this holiday? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just any, yeah. Top three holiday treats. Yeah. I love eggnog. Did we talk about eggnog? My love of eggnog. Oh, I have, no, we have not talked about your love of eggnog. I love eggnog. <laughs> boozy or non-boozy? Doesn't matter, both. Okay. I love eggnog, which obviously only comes around Christmas, Thanksgiving and Christmas, so mm-hmm. I love eggnog. Okay. Um, so that's like a guilty pleasure treat. Yeah. I also can't drink a lot of it because the milk like really upsets my stomach. <laughs> kind of lactose intolerant. Yeah. So I, I'm not lactose intolerant. It just really upsets my stomach. I don't think it's lactose. I think it's just... Dairy. Too much, too rich. It's all dairy, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, eggnog, and I love uh, around this time of year. We had apple cider. Apple cider. I love apple cider. Yeah. I love apple cider, and that's something that like I only seem to have during this time of year. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Right. It should be all year, but I don't have it all year. No, I don't. Mm, yeah, I, I like mean, it hot. Yeah, I like it hot. With spices. Um, and then something that I like, I have randomly, but only when I go to the UK, is mulled wine. Oh, that's popular in Europe and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't drink so, but it always sounds delicious. It's almost like a boozy version of apple cider, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so what we did one year is um, on Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas, we hiked the Why do they call it that? Do you know? I don't. Okay, anyone from the UK, let me know. I mean, I can look it up, but yeah. it's more fun to hear from you guys. Um, so on Boxing Day, we, hic- we hiked up the Recon, which is like kind of what people do in the UK is like after Christmas, uh, Christmas Day, and you have this like massive dinner, right? The next day, it's like... <laughs> Let's, let's go, go hike somewhere and hike. Okay. Yeah. Let's go for a walk and like get your blood flowing and stuff and go out into nature. Okay. Um, which is not something I really want to do after no. Christmas dinner. Anyway, no. so we went up, but my mother-in-law at the time, this was many years ago, um, I think it was like my first UK trip um, to meet Alistair's family. She brought up like a, like a couple thermoses of mold wine. wine. So yeah. when we reached the top, like the whole family got like a little cup of mulled wine right. to like sip in the cold and before we started hiking back down so i have like a little special place in my heart for mulled wine okay yeah so those are like my treats for the that's good holiday season that's yeah good. okay how um, about you i mean i didn't think about this before i asked you this question oh, so right, right. I'm like, blah, blah. well one candy canes yeah i enjoy candy canes yeah i like like peppermint or the fruity ones? Oh no, the classic, yeah, red white peppermint ones. Yeah. And I know you can eat peppermint stuff all the time, um, and sometimes I do. Like I have a mint or something, but I I like candy canes. Yeah, and like mint stuff. I like the mini candy canes, the big candy canes. I don't like the fruity ones or the. There's like a lot of different flavors now, but I don't like them. Do you? <sighs> I haven't had them in so long. I can't really say. I haven't had them in The fruity ones or any of them? Like any of them. What? I just don't I have really some at my house. I will bring you some. I don't really eat candy canes. Do you just not like them? No, I don't really. Do you like mint? Nah. Hmm. It's alright. So sad. Yeah. We can't, can we be friends now? Yeah, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number two, 
I mean, this is vague. I mean, not vague. This is like broad, but I would say Christmas cookies. Christmas cookies. Yeah, I thought about Christmas cookies. Yeah, I just that. couldn't. I was trying to think if I could pick one I kind think of like cookie. really thin, like plain with like icing, like. You mean like sugar? Yeah, like sugar Christmas cookies. Yeah, sugar cookies are good. I made some sugar cookies with my friends the other day. Not the cutout kinds because those take too long and cheese little kids. We made the ones that you kind of drop. Yeah. You know, they were drop. Um, you roll them into balls and then we still decorated them. But um, those were good. I also like ginger, like gingerbread. Yeah. Like gingerbread men and or just gingerbread, like the loaf. Uh-huh. Like that's good too. Um, I really like Christmas cookies. I mean, you can have cookies all the time, but I feel like during Christmas, everyone busts out, like, a million cookies. Yeah. Which is amazing. They seem a little more special. Yeah, they do seem more special. Yeah. Or, like, I used to, well, you don't like this, but I would make some that you can, like, crush candy canes on mm-hmm. them. Or did you ever make those ones that you dye part of the dough red, and then you would twist it with the other the no, white dough to make a candy about, yeah. cane? Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you have a, did you have a favorite cookie, like a Christmas cookie you made at home no, when you were younger? all of them. Yeah, we just made a bunch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Christmas cookies, any kind. If you have a great recipe for a Christmas cookie, let me know because my family, my, my parents don't really, my, in Asian culture, you don't really bake a ton. Uh, so we don't have any good sort of family baking recipes. So I want more. Uh-huh. If you have any. Ask your mom. She probably has something. Yeah. She probably has something in the archives. Um, okay. Then, what other treat can I think of? Um, hmm. I really should have thought of this before I asked you this question. <laughs> so I would have some answers. Um, but... Cake? I'm not a huge fan of fruitcake. Me neither. My mom used to make it when I was younger, and I would have her make it special, like a special one for me that... Yeah. Basically, only had cherries and like nuts. Yeah, I'm not really. I didn't like all the candied fruit. No. And back in the day when I was a kid, you couldn't just go to Trader Joe's and buy uh, like a bag of shelled walnuts or a bag of almonds. Right. Um, At least maybe not for a reasonable price. So my mom would buy nuts, you know, from the grocery store, but like, you know, buy the pound. And then I would sit in the kitchen and de shell all of them. Yeah. And it was hard. It's like long and hard and. You cut up your fingers on the shells. Like, <laughs> I just remember doing this for my mom to make fruitcakes. Yeah. And I still, I just don't love oh, them. But, oh, but chestnuts? Huh. Chestnuts. We don't, I don't eat too many chestnuts. Oh, uh, we're big but on chestnuts. But I like them. Yeah. I just don't get them very often. We're big on chestnuts. Do you just buy them or do you make them? My mother roasts them. Yeah. Okay. She buys them and then she roasts them as well yeah. for Christmas dinner. Yeah. I would eat those, but I don't come across them too often. Right. They, they are good, though. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of something. I guess, I'm trying to think of something you didn't come up with, but, um... You could just pick something. I mean, I guess I'll just say apple cider, because I really like apple cider. Uh, apple cider's delicious. Apple cider hot, apple cider cold. Hot apple cider. I will totally get it when... Ooh, I should go, because I think during this time of year, places like Starbucks and stuff will have it, Yeah, they'll have it, yeah. It's really good. I want some. Yeah. There's some in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. Let me go get some. Okay. Yeah. Alright guys, well I guess this is the last episode of twenty seventeen. Have a wonderful, wonderful break. Yeah, holiday, holiday, whatever holiday you celebrate, or if you don't, just have a good couple of weeks. We're gonna be chilling and we'll be back in the new year. Eating cookies. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back in the new year. Oh lots of cookies. Lots of cookies. Yeah. Right? All the cookies. All the cookies. Alright guys, and if you won something from the knit along Send me a message. Okay. Got it? Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. 
You can find all the show notes on the blog at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry as Fishgirl182 and Kimberly as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find the podcast on Instagram as Twisted Stitches Podcast. We also have a great Ravelry group that you should definitely join. Thanks for listening.